Hi, guess what? I created a simple but effective and powerful morning routine for you and you want to know what it is. Did you know that how much you're able to conquer your day depends on how much you're able to take charge of your morning? Could it be that you're not making enough headway during the day because you are not tapping into the full benefits of your morning? Could it be that you're misfiring during the day because you do not take the time to arrange your shirts in the morning? It could even be that you're having a great day already, but it could be better if you'd be more intentional with your day. You know, you can never recover from a good start. Well, grateful to be a blessing to you again because I bring you a simple but powerful morning routine called the paver routine, which would help you take charge of your morning so you can conquer your day. Whether you are a busy professional like me with an extremely tight schedule or you have quite some time to spare in the morning, this simple but powerful and effective paver routine has been designed with you in mind to help you pave your way to a very successful day. Even better, I'm going to be taking you through the exact step-by-step process you need to key into this powerful paver morning routine. I'm going to be taking you on a masterclass where I will be teaching you the exact process you need to key into this powerful routine, which ideally takes between one to two hours of your morning every day, but is sure to create a great difference in your life. To access this masterclass and get the needed wisdom to take supercharge of your morning so you can conquer your day, send us a mail on hello at stylebyabba.com with the subject paver and we will get right back to you with the exclusive invite that you need to assess this masterclass that will never leave your life the same. See you soon. If you have decided to step into living your full life, it also means that you have refused to live your changed. And that is an amazing decision you've made, my friend. You're welcome to the Style by Abba podcast, where we'll learn how to thrive in all of life and all of work using the ever-effective word of God, skillful wisdom and organized strategy without fear or overwhelm. It is time to unleash your inner magic. And I am your host, IG Ufomadu. Our age is filled with tired people. People are tired on different levels for different reasons. And permit me to say that one of the reasons this is so is because of the narrow-mindedness with which we view strength. We see strength only on one side and when we take that approach, it is never lasting. You do not have to be part of the tired gang. Join me on this podcast where I share with you the tactics that can help you build a strength that endures. All right, let's get into it. Hi, you're welcome to this week's podcast where we are talking about building a strength that endures. This is one of my favorite topics to talk about because I am very holistic in my approach to life. I believe that life works better when everything is working together. So I understand that when you favor or focus on one part of your life, at the expense of the other, whether intentionally or ignorantly, there's not going to be a smooth flow. Um, So I talked about the fact that we are in an age where everyone is tired. People commonly say, oh, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired, I'm tired. And a lot of times they refer to their physical body, but what they do not know is that physical tiredness is often 
often very not related to physical issues. A lot of times, physical tiredness is just a reflection of something that is going wrong somewhere that is not physical at all. Okay? And that is because we are holistic human beings. I mean, we're our spirits. We have a soul. We live in a body. So if you really want to be strong, you need to minister strength. Strength has to come from the three parts of you. Every part of you has to be strong. If you want a strength that you want to have a strength that endures, if not, if one area is if one part of your life is where you consistently focus on strengthening it and the other parts that are weak are going to drag it down okay so i talk about the fact that we are spirit soul and body so for you to build a strength that endures you need to pay attention to building strength into this three parts of you you need to build strength into your spirit you need to build strength into your soul and you need to build strength into your body incidentally it's actually in that order if you really want to try if you start with building strength in your spirit building strength in your soul and strength in your body when you build the right kind of strength in your spirit it helps you and influences the kind of strength you build in your soul and also helps you build the right kind of strength in your body because there's a strength that is right and there is a strength that looks like a strength but it's not the strength that you need so let's get into it let's start with building spiritual strength you need to build strength in your spirit. Jesus said in the Bible that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The Bible also says that the spirit of a man sustains him in his infirmity. So if your spirit is not strong, it means that you're not able to bear the demands that you have. The, the scripture also says that if you fail in a time of adversity, your strength is small. So you need to build spiritual strength by nourishing your spirit. How do you nourish your spirit? By feeding your spirit what it eats. You need to know what your spirit eats and give your spirit what it eats. And what does, okay, now when I talk about nourishment, nourishment typically comes in two parts. What you feed and what you exercise. Because if you keep feeding and you don't find an outlet for expression, you're just going to be stuffed up. Now, the outlet for expression is, in, in the, for, the, for the context of this podcast, I would call it an exercise. In other words, when you feed, you should find a way to exercise, work on what you fed, express what you fed, um, find a way to um, exercise what you fed. Okay, the right word, the word that comes to my mind is churning. So you're able to interact. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Interact with the, the, with the meal that you fed yourself so that it can further produce fruit for you. You're able to interact with it on deep levels. All right. So exercise builds your metabolism, you know, and that is what happens for you when you exercise the different parts of you. It increases your metabolism and it helps you. Um, release the calories that you need, so to speak, for for strength into that area of your life. So let's start with your spirit. What nourishes your spirit? The word of God. The word of God is what nourishes your spirit. And so you need to fill your spirit with the word of God. Not just one cold meal is not a not just one cold or hot meal every Sunday, but a good meal every day. You should have a dedicated time where you sit down to study the word of God, listen to messages. Besides the other words, I would encourage that you do, such as listening to messages while driving to work or while working. Of course, not in the way that would uh, cause an interruption at work. Or maybe while cooking, during your fridge moments. You must find a way to feed your spirit that the food that it eats. All right? F by reading your Bible, listening to messages of 
uh, men of God who speak to you, men of God who um, who inspire you, men of God who teach you, you know, men of God who lift you up when they teach. So I tell people that one of the things that you should do is to always ask God to lead you in the direction of your teachers. Because God can give the same message to two different people and they will interpret it differently because they are sent to different sets of people. All right. So always ask God for that and feed your spirit and also study the word of God. So feed your spirit the food that he likes. And how do you exercise your spirit? By praying in tongues. That's about it. You know, the Bible says that you build up yourself on your most holy faith by praying in the, in the spirit. So when you pray in the spirit, your spirit man interacts with that word. And as it interacts with that word, is able to release the needed strength into your spirit from that word. So when you pray, when you pray in the spirit, you pray in tongues without the word of God, you open up yourself to things that are not right because you're built, you're working up your spirit, but there is no word for it to work, work with. And when you read the word of God without exercising, you, 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 your, your, your spirit man might not be able to grasp it and, and hold it. So one thing that, that praying in the spirit does is that it opens your heart, opens your mind to deeper concepts, you know, enlightens your mind. So as you read the word of God, it, it stays in you. It goes deeper into you. The spiritual, permit me to say spiritual calories are released into you to be strong. So you're actually able to withstand the storm. You're able to withstand a lot of things because you are not only nourishing your spirit, you're exercising your spirit. Great. Good. So let's go over to the second, your soul. You ought, you ought to nourish your, 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 your soul, your mind. And one of the best ways to nourish your mind is, okay, so the soul is made up of the mind, the will, and emotions. So to make it clearer, I will divide, divide the soul basically into your mind and your emotions. Basically, into your intellect. So the mind representing your intellect and emotions. Because typically, it's actually very um, important that we separate this two. Because the intellect is the part of you that you use to interact with the world on an intellectual level. In the... In the... In the... Um, in, in wisdom interaction and knowledge interaction. Why your emotions is what you use to relate with your fellow human beings. So with the mind, you relate to concepts and things around that, and with your emotions, you relate to human beings. Now, I would say that you learn, you should learn to nourish your mind, and you nourish your mind simply by reading books, by seeking for information, by exposing yourself to new information, relevant information, you know, build your mind, build your intellect, interact with information that is, especially in the area that you want to go, okay, and in the area that you need growth in. So let's say that you, um, so, um, let's say that you want to, um, become, um, um, a professional, let's say you're a professional, you know, you can, you can feed your mind with books and information in the line of your career, in the line of your business. And how do you exercise your mind by putting that information to work? You know, in fact, there are different ways. If you watch the life of a lot of rich men, you'll be surprised what they do in their free time. You know, they games such as chess, they might and scrabble and uh, what's this one? Monopoly. They are very good ways to actually exercise your mind because reading opens up your mind. But strategy is what helps you thinking strategically and applying what you read strategically. It's where the exercise comes in. So you need to have an avenue 
to pour that out. You need to have an avenue to put to put your mind under pressure to produce the results. Because as you read that your mind is opened, you, you need an outlet. So you can do that through games. You can do that through puzzles. You can do that by solving hard problems. You know, that is what happens when they give us exams in school. Why do they make us read and they give us exams? Because there has to be an outlet to test, okay, that we really know this thing, all right? So that is how you exercise your mind, by solving problems, by um, finding um, solutions to problems. That is how you exercise your mind. So you nourish your mind by... But you nourish your mind by feeding it with information and you exercise it by solving problems, whether they are imaginary problems or real problems, whether they are board games, good board games, or puzzles, or watching, you know, there's some that's why a lot of people too, some very highly intellectual people watch some some certain kind of movies, maybe detective movies, because they want to be able to think along the lines with the with uh, as, uh, with the actor, even though they were not there when the movie was written, because they are trying to exercise your mind. So exercise your mind. What happens is that when you do this, your mind becomes alert. Your mind is um, functioning, functioning, and you're able to do tasks without getting mentally tired because you're building capacity in your mind to undertake to undertake. Um, strong tax to undertake difficult tax is the word. So as you build capacity in your mind to undertake difficult tax, you're not easily weighed down by challenges that look difficult because you've been practicing. Do you understand? Great. The third, the, the, the sub, the, the second sub of your, sorry, excuse me, the second sub of your mind is your emotions. And the, the, the what nourishes your emotion is, is, is its time. And that time could come in the form of meditation, could come in the form of visualization. So you give yourself time in your emotions and it is in that time that you collect yourself. Maybe we should use the word collect or we collect yourself. So with your emotions comes time and the only person that can give yourself time is you. So you nourish your emotions by giving yourself time. And in that time you recuperate, you refresh you draw away from the world to just be by yourself. That is how you nourish your emotions. You regain your strength. You feel strengthened. And how do you exercise it? You exercise it by putting into play the things that you want to do. So let, let, let me say it this way. You nourish your emotions by reflecting, by introspecting, by taking away time from the world to be by yourself, you know, and look deep within. And then you exercise your your emotions by choosing predetermined actions or predetermined responses and sticking to them for example at the end of the day you could say how did my day go oh i do not like the way i responded to this person i should have done it better okay this is what i'm going to do do i need to apologize or not you know it could be that he wasn't he did respond in a in a wrong way but by your own standard it wasn't completely right you know so you could say okay um tomorrow i'm going to do it this way and then you exercise your emotions to because when you're exercising your emotions that typically your emotions which are your feelings are bad leaders but good followers so if you let them lead you they will lead you into doing the wrong things to react how you feel but instead you exercise your emotion and say no this is how i'm going to do it tomorrow and so by 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 doing that by leading your emotions you're exercising and strengthening your emotions what that how that strengthens you is that you are in charge of your reaction so because you're in charge of your reaction it's difficult for things to throw you off balance or sway you 
So your brain increasingly self-aware of yourself, self-aware of yourself. So it's difficult for things to throw you off balance. You understand and um, and 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 um, weaken you. You understand, yeah. So the fourth one is nourishing your body, which is the last. Now remember, I said that it's important that you nourish your spirit first because it ultimately cascades down. Let me tell you why. When you're you're nourishing your spirit, your mind, your intellect, your soul, you're building discipline, and when you're able to do that, by the time it gets to your body, I'm not saying you nourish your spirit first. I'm not saying that you, see what I mean? I'm not saying that you you don't nourish your body at all. Maybe you nourish your spirit for a whole day and then the next day, no. What I mean is, in, especially in routines, in, let's say you have a morning routine, you should be able to nourish your spirit first in the morning, nourish your mind, and then have it in well to yourself, nourish your emotions that morning. So you could say, um, you could say that I'm nourishing, I'm, I'm going to start with prayer and studying God's word in the morning, then I'm going to read the book, you know, and um, maybe play a game or something or, or find a way to express it or write an article or something, you know, or reflect you know, whatever I read, whatever I've read that morning, how can I apply it to a real life situation? And then the next thing you can say, I want to visualize or take time to myself, you know, and then this is what I'm going to do. Maybe you thought about it yesterday. I tell you, okay, this is what I'm going to do today. And then the, by the time you've gone through those practices and you get to your body, you'll find out that you're filled so much so that you have a deep feeling of um, fulfillment inside that. When you're eating, when you're nourishing your body, you actually eat right. So a lot of the time, the reason we eat wrongly is because we are trying to fill our emptiness with food. And it's not, it does not work because you can't feel emptiness with food. You can't feel spiritual emptiness with food. And you definitely, can, definitely can't feel a mental or emotional emptiness with food. When people feel stressed up, sometimes they resort to food. But if you're able to manage your stress ahead of time by nourishing your soul, you find out that you don't need to eat wrongly or carelessly okay so that's why i said that when you're able to take care of that you'll become more intentional you might not start out that way but over time you find out that you're more intentional with your food choices so how do you nourish your body by eating the right food eat more vegetables protein less carbohydrate you know i talked um in, in one of the podcasts i, g- I gave and that should be epi- um, episode four i talked about how that you should breakfast do your breakfast like eat breakfast like a king eat lunch like a prince like it wasn't me that said it's a general saying and lunch like a pauper because generally your body takes um your body needs to also rest while you're sleeping but when you eat a heavy dinner you put your body to work so by the time the body is done working and wants to start resting is when you're waking up from sleep and then you wake up tired you understand so you need to nourish your body with the right food eat the right food in the right proportions it doesn't cost you anything sit down take out some hours and do some research on your body on your body type on the type of foods that you need if you have the money pay a dietitian do some tests let them know the kind of foods that fit your body if you don't have the money study and start out small you know experiment with things but whatever you do always refer to a doctor i'm sure you must have a doctor friend at least that you can call to ask questions but eat right for your body eat right for your body type i understand that there are certain blood groups that shouldn't eat certain things because it will make them tired you know and i think that is true you know that's why some certain people are not able to eat our typical traditional melon soup that's the egusi soup it punches them straight away. Why other people can't? You know, there are some people, I, I once had this colleague who, 
who who could forge almost half of the things that she had. She's taking that way of life. And I left a little father that I had to do with her blood group. So it might be things you need to pay attention to, you know, and be more intentional. So nourish your body and then exercise. Do the physical exercise, cardio, strength training, abs, all those, but do the physical exercise. You know, find a way to nourish your body and do the physical exercise. But because it's the body, typically you might want to do the exercise first before eating because I don't think it's advisable to eat and then exercise. So that is it. For you to build a strength that endures, you need to nourish your spirit. Read the word of God, pray the spirit. You need to nourish your soul by nourishing your intellect and your emotions. By reading, you nourish your intellect by reading a book and solving problems. And you nourish your emotions by um, uh, reflecting, taking some time to yourself and staying on predetermined um, or um, actions or predetermined responses by building your character and then you nourish your body by exercising and eating the right kind of food. That is the way to build a strength that endures. When your spirit man is strong, your spirit man can carry your body. And when your body is strong, you're able to do all the things that you need to do. All right. I hope you've been blessed on today's podcast. It's always my pleasure as usual to do this. And I look forward to next week with you when I'll bring you another um, episode of um, another another episode of a, a wonderful. What was I going to say? Another wonderful episode. Yeah. Up until then, send me a message. Let me know what you think about this episode. You can reach me at hello at ideoformula.com or hello at stylebyabra.com. Thank you so much for coming on and God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us this week on the Style by Abba podcast. Make sure to visit our website, www.stylebyabra.com for more information and please subscribe to this podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you have found value in this podcast, please share it with a friend and rave about it. Also, if you like this podcast, you might want to check out the Style by Abba Transformation Lounge, which equips you with the spirit, the skills, the strategy, the strength and the support that you need to stop living short change and step into living a full life. Guess what? Access is free, for now anyway. So you can sign up on our website, www.stylebyabba forward slash transformation lounge. Catch the train tickets and hop on the ride while access is still free. And be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Have an amazing, God-defined rest of the day and God bless you. Bye-bye.